Hey everybody, welcome back to From the Panther Pit, sports talk that doesn't stink. My name is Jack Fletcher, I'm the sports co-editor here at theprowlernews.org, and sitting right next to me, as always, is Dylan Henson. Yo, yo. How you doing, Dylan? You know, uh, trying to get through the rest of the day, I still have a test to make up, but uh, we're getting through it, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for Richie Post to come on later in the show, we're going to talk a little bit about baseball, how the team's doing, and what they need to do to make another run in the state playoffs. And it's so unfortunate that he's out for the season with that shoulder injury. He'll tell us a little bit more about it later in the show, so stick around, but um, unfortunately Richie is out for the season. Uh, so the baseball team will have to continue on without him. Dylan, it looked like you were about to say something. No, just a big loss for the team. It is he a big is. loss. Because he was such a good player last night. Or mm-hmm. not last night, last year. Last year, yeah. And he, and he had a really strong start to the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tough guy to lose for the team. And also he signed with LaGrange earlier today. Uh, so congratulations to Richie. But he'll talk all about that when we get closer. Dylan, before the break, I had to do I had to do the this part of the podcast without you, man. Yeah, I I don't even remember what I had to do that day. Well, all right, you remember we interviewed Jack a little bit earlier in the day, like right yeah. when we got here, and then you checked out, and then I think you That's weren't really right. feeling that well. No, you weren't I, feeling well. I was sick. I remember that. I but know. I went with replacement Dylan in Braden. I called him <laughs> replacement Dylan. Um, uh, can we even call him that? Is that even is that legal? <laughs> like, oh, I mean, maybe like mini mini Dylan. Mini Dylan, but mini Dylan doesn't know a lot. <laughs> We're thinking like eight year old Dylan here. That was ten years ago, folks. That that's mini Dylan right there. I did not know the stuff I know today. So I mean, he did know lacrosse. He does he know lacrosse. lacrosse. He plays lacrosse. He does play lacrosse. All right, sorry, Brayden. You're going to hear this and be like, "He's." they're going to bag on me the whole show, which you're exactly right. We're going to bag on you the whole show. <laughs> Nobody we'll knows see. this yet, but this is the Bag Brayden show. <laughs> well, you know, I actually listened to a little bit of that episode over spring break. Mm. So uh, you want to know what I thought? Hmm. What a great show. What a great show. What a great show. I was going to say what a stupid show, but that and then just kind of like go off that. <laughs> that's that's kind of another uh, inside joke between Dylan and I. Yeah. But, um, I, I really enjoyed listening to us. Yeah. I enjoyed listening to uh, Sports Talk. Here's the secret, folks. I don't listen to any of the shows because I don't want to hear my voice. <laughs> That's right. Don't hey, uh, that. semi-professional podcaster does not want to listen to his own show. So, You know, speaking of, of the show, we should probably jump into the show. We what are two We're almost... minutes and 45 seconds in. We have not talked one bit about sports. I think we should talk about some sports. Let's we'll talk, talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about some boys lacrosse first. So, uh, when we left off before spring break and everybody got a week off, uh, boys lacrosse was going to play a game against Whitewater, and they did. Girls lacrosse also played against Whitewater, but the boys won fifteen to one in a very convincing victory. So now they they are continuing their lengthy win streak. Mm. Thirteen and one now. No, no, I think no. they're fourteen and one. Fourteen and one. Fourteen and one. So, uh, so they're doing really well. They're they've got some momentum going into the playoffs. Man. They they've really got do. they've got four games left. They've got three at home and then end on the season end the season on the road. Mm. But uh, I would love to see them play Love It again right now. Oh, I know because that that loss has got to be eating at them. You know, yeah. We've talked to Brayden about it. It eats at him a little bit, but um. Tonight they play, uh, no, not tonight, tomorrow night, Thursday. Today is Wednesday the 13th, I mm-hmm. should probably say. And uh, tomorrow the 14th, they play at home against Thorell. 
Uh, not really sure too much about them, but uh, Braden seems a, pretty confident. They're not a classic region team. No, they're not. But Braden seems pretty confident. Then Monday they play Grady, and next Friday is senior night against McIntosh at home. So uh, three games you can come out to support the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most likely they will have a home playoff game for the second time in school history. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they're coming off that season last year where they – played really well and they kind of picked up right where they left off yeah and as Braden has told us multiple times they haven't played the toughest of opponents which that, that scares me a little bit clearly but, from the scores they're they're just dominating teams oh yeah but I mean like Braden's proud of some of these victories you can hear yeah. him talk about some of those uh in previous podcasts we've had him on we've had him on uh twice now I think it's the last two times Oh, yeah. I know we had him on last week. I think, we, not last week, last week's spring break. Last, Two weeks ago. Last episode and then the previous episode. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's what they're looking at. And then they end their season on April 26th at Fayette County. But I will remind everybody about that again mm-hmm. next week. Moving on to girls lacrosse. Uh, they had one game to talk about before this week. Uh, it was also against Whitewater, as I said, and they won very convincingly, 21-6. to mm. So they're riding a four-game win streak now. Yeah, and those wins look impressive. Uh, you know, a close game against Woodward, 17-11, to but then, you know, they kept their, t- uh, their opponents under 10 goals. So that's, they're riding a lot of momentum. That's really good for them oh, to yeah. pick up this momentum. Definitely. And tonight, uh, they play on the road against Thorell. Uh, so I, I'm not really sure where Thorell is, so I can't tell you to drive because it could <laughs> be a while. But uh, anyway, they play Creekview on Friday. Oh, I should probably say that they end the season with five straight home games. So there's a lot of games you can come out and watch them play. Mm-hmm. But uh, they start with Creekview on Friday. Then they play Monday against Tri-Cities at home. Next Friday is senior night for the guys, but it's just a rivalry game against McIntosh for the girls before the girls play Love It for the first time the next Monday on the 25th, and they finish their season against Kennesaw on Friday the 19th or 29th. So a lot of opportunities to go out and watch them play. I think I might have to go and watch at least one of those. Yeah, the uh, lacrosse battle of the bubble, they're saying the first time I I don't think they've ever called it the battle of the bubble for lacrosse no they have for basketball because they mm-hmm. made all the shirts last year yeah. but uh they haven't called it that for for lacrosse. lacrosse I can say words are you sure no yeah that's what I thought <laughs> all right uh we'll go ahead and talk about some boys boys soccer for a minute Dylan what's going on with them they've lost four straight yeah, I look at it, and three of the losses are one-goal one losses. Take away the Northgate game, uh, which was a three-goal loss. Um, I mean, they're, I think they're just getting bad breaks, you know. Um, and then, of course... Um, Here, I'll go ahead and read off the scores, and then yeah, we can talk ahead, about it a little that. bit more. Uh, okay, so before the break, we, uh, we talked about the Northgate and... East Coweta losses uh, on the last podcast. If you want to hear about those a little bit more, go ahead and listen to that episode. But the night that we filmed that, recorded that, not filmed. We're not on video. But uh, on the 31st, they played at Marist, and they lost 3-2 to two on the road. And then this Tuesday, they played at Union Grove, lost 2-1. to one. So now they're on a four-game losing streak. 
It's not looking great for them. No. But like I said, you know, those three of those are one-goal losses. I think just some bad breaks are going their way. It, it's tough. Um, but they did have a good start to the season, so the playoffs are never out of question. Um, but it's it's really tough to get out of that bind. Well, see, the thing is, if they had beaten Union Grove on Tuesday, they mm. would be in the state playoffs. They would have locked it up. Yeah. But the problem is... Now we've got McIntosh, Walton, and Stockbridge at home to end the season. And the way it works is if the next region game that we win locks the playoffs, but I'm not 100% sure that's the case anymore after the loss to Union Grove. I know that if we had beaten Union Grove, we'd be locked in. But I'm not 100% sure what the situation is now that they've lost. We'll have to talk to Haney about that before Mm -hmm. the end of the week and report back to everybody next week Mm -hmm. when we record. But... And by that point, we would have played uh, probably both McIntosh and Walton. Oh, yeah. So Barring really, any weather changes. Yeah, um, we'll have the definite, a definite answer on the playoff situation come next week. Oh, yeah. Whether we record on Wednesday or Thursday, mm. we'll, we'll have an answer. Uh, anyway, moving on to girls' soccer. Girls' soccer's on the other end of the spectrum, I could say. <laughs> but they're still struggling a little bit. Um, they also played Marist on the 31st. They lost 2-1, to one, so that, that was a bit of a surprising loss. But, I mean, Dylan Patterson told me on that Monday uh, against Northgate that spring break was kind of on their minds. And it was the Thursday before, and all of them were super tired. I think they just needed a lot of rest. Oh yeah, and I think they got that rest because they bounced back with a five to nothing win on the road against Union Grove mm-hmm. on Tuesday. So, you know they've they've won two out of their last four, lost two out of their last four, uh, but they've got McIntosh this Friday at home. They've got Walton at home next Tuesday and Stockbridge at home next Thursday. So, if I'm not mistaken, McIntosh is the number one team in the girls' side for the state. Oh yeah, you know Christopher Dunn was telling me that. Either one of the two, he couldn't remember, and I couldn't remember. But either us or McIntosh is regarded as like one of the top five teams in the nation. Yeah. And Chris Dunn, he is the uh, editor over at Fayette News. We're in kind of relation with him. We send stories over there all the time. Um, oh yeah, so if you see any stories in the Fayette County newspaper by anybody from the Prower News, uh, we appreciate them. Yeah, we appreciate them over there. So it's good exposure for us. But yeah. Um, but McIntosh is definitely going to be the where do we stand kind of game. You know, you always – I think everybody has that in the season, the where we stand kind of game where you're playing the best of the best. That's going to be that game. Oh, yeah. Even, in, you know, the, throw out the rivalry and even this is the best team you're going to see all year. Oh, most yeah. likely. You could run into a couple teams in the playoffs, but you're not going to see another team for another couple weeks like this. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there's not too many teams like these two teams no. to go around. So, uh, definitely a game to watch. I, If I'm not mistaken, uh, our very own Jenna Sanders will be at that game. Dylan, maybe we should get her on the podcast next week to talk about what she sees in that game. <laughs> I'm thinking we have to. I'm thinking that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but So, early spoiler, expect Jenna Sanders to be on the show next week. Oh, yeah. Bearing anything... Uh, Early spoiler. Early. <laughs> Bearing any last-minute changes. I think that's what we're going to kind of go with. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some baseball, Dylan. Baseball, baseball. Oh, my. 
All right, before the break, they had a home and home against Northgate. We covered that in the last uh, the last episode of the podcast, and I also said that they would be going up to Tennessee, and they did. They played three games in Knoxville. They beat Farragut eight to three. They beat Cookville nine to eight, and they beat Good Pasture six to three. Those so, are three of the weirdest team names I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, they are. But we came away with wins in all three of those. So, um, I mean, it's got to be a good confidence builder. But then mm-hmm. then we hit Macintosh. Now, I think oh, we probably should have beat Macintosh. I think so. But Monday, I was there on Monday, and I, I kind of mm-hmm. want to talk about one particular play. Uh, but... We lost three to two on Monday, and then it was supposed to be a doubleheader. It started raining too hard because they thought the rain was going to come Tuesday, so they were going to play both on Monday. But the rain came Monday, and it was clear on Tuesday, so they ended yeah. up playing on Tuesday. Uh, weird turn of events there, yeah. but uh, we played again last night and lost ten to five. So, Dylan, I want to talk about Monday. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want to walk you through this a little bit, and of course, Richie and I will probably cover this later. But here's the deal. Alan Shad was base running for the pitcher. I believe it was Jake, but it might have been the it might have been uh Evans mm-hmm. that he was pinch running for. Anyway, he comes around third and you know it was kind of one of those plays where it's like a 50-50, maybe he stays, maybe he goes, but mm-hmm. Alan is fast enough to where he can go. Yeah. And it was starting to rain at this point, so he was getting sticky or his cleats were but he ran up to the plate, and the catcher stood over the plate while the ball was coming from shortstop. Mm-hmm. Okay? So at about the time that the catcher caught the ball, Allen ran into him. The ball popped loose, and Allen stepped on the plate, or slid into the plate, I should say. The catcher fell backward like he got hit by a train. And it looked like he was safe because the ball was on the ground. Yet the umpire called Allen out. Now the game was three to two at this point, so that would have been the tying run of the game. There mm-hmm. would have been a runner on first and second with two outs. I can't remember who was coming up to bat, but that's a huge momentum shift in the game. Yeah. Right? Like that ended the inning and it ended really the last chance that we had it coming back. So That play just irks me a little bit because then Allen got ejected and he got a two-game suspension. So he didn't play last night and he won't play in the first game of the doubleheader on Friday against Forest Park. Mm -hmm. But that play just irks me because I thought he was safe because the ball popped loose. I'm not even sure that the catcher ever really had the ball. Mm -hmm. But... Oh, then Mosley's reaction was hilarious. Yeah. Mosley, like, I was going for it. I was cheering him on because Mm. Mosley was getting into it. I thought Mosley should have been the one ejected. Yeah. Because I could see some things he was saying. (laughs) Mr. Spencer did say that the talk uh, either yesterday morning or this morning was all about Mosley. Oh, yeah. Every every meeting he went into, he said, oh, did you hear about Mosley? Did you hear about (laughs) Mosley? Oh, yeah. He was fired up, and that was great. But, uh... I mean, we didn't hit well enough to win that game. I mean, we only scored two runs in that game. Yeah. Th- their pitching was pretty well. So, Which you, you look at every rivalry game in history. Go back and watch anything. Lakers, Celtics. Um, 
you know, Red Sox Yankees. Yeah, Red Sox Yankees. There's always uh, keep it with baseball, I guess. There's always that one play. Uh, take you back a couple years ago, Braves Cardinals, the infield fly. Oh my! If you look at it, if you look at it, it was a still a long shot for us to come back, but you have three runners on with one out it's in a the, playoff it's the opportunity. Game. Yeah, and the pitcher was just rattled. I honestly think we would have gotten closer to winning that game if nothing happened. I if, mean, we can talk about that outcome all we want, and that's been talked about a whole lot, so I don't want to go into it too much. No. But the fact of the matter is, there was a chance for the team to come back, and because of one very questionable call, all of that was gone. Yeah, and I'm sure Rich will have some uh, other explanation for it um, later in the show of what he heard, because he's closer to the baseball team than we are. Of course. But... Um, from the looks of it, it was just a bad call, and it it killed the game, basically. It did. All right. Well, anyway, baseball gets back at it uh, in a doubleheader on Friday. Um, Allen won't be playing in the first game, but he will in the second. All right, Dylan, let's touch up on some other sports before we get to Richie. I'm, mm. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah. Uh, track. What happened to track this weekend? So, I think you uh, said another record was broken. So uh, track was in the uh, Taco Bell Invitational, and uh, freshman Nick Nyman broke a second record. Um, he is just an incredible athlete. From talking to him, you know, I haven't seen him compete, but uh, he is, from what I've heard, is just an absolutely phenomenal athlete. And oh, yeah. as a freshman is just as incredible. He's got. He's got a. Interesting next couple of years coming up. Yeah, exactly. Sucks that we won't be around here to kind of watch that, but I'll be keeping yeah. up with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, moving on to a quick little note about golf. Golf, uh, they played against Macintosh yesterday. They couldn't walk away with the win, but that's okay. Uh, regions start Monday for them, and next week we will have Will Hunter on the podcast who plays on the golf team. He mm-hmm. will be talking with us a little bit. We'll catch up on golf a little bit with him. Uh, tennis is actually in the mi- in the midst of regions right now, so we will provide more of an update on that next week uh, when we have some results from that. Yeah, Dylan, is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm ready for Richie. I'm ready for Richie too. All right, everybody, thanks for sitting with us for the first little bit of this podcast. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and pause real quick, and we'll be back in a few seconds for y'all with Richie Post. All right, everybody, welcome back to From the Panther Pit, sports talk that doesn't stink. Today, we're sitting here with Richie Post. Richie, how you doing today, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, and of course, Dylan's still here right across from me. Hello. Where do you guys want to start? Dylan, um, I'll let you pick. Well, always good to pick. Um, why don't we just go ahead and talk about the season a little bit, how you think it's going, um, you know, just everything that's been going on so far. Well, I mean, we're playing pretty decent. We're Right now, we're struggling hitting the ball just a little bit, but we're squaring it up still. But overall, we've been playing pretty decent. Our pitching's been there the whole year. We're, we're pitching it up really well with Jake yeah. Arnold and Will Evans right now. Yeah, you'll um, definitely have a strong pitching staff. Yeah, and our defense our defense is solid. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say we've made three or four errors throughout the season, is what I can remember. Mm-hmm. There's probably a couple more. But we're playing pretty good defensively and hitting the ball. Like I said, we're struggling right now, but yeah. it'll come around again. Now, we had Joe on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and he said that the hitting was improving, but it seems like it may have slumped down a little bit. What do you say is, like, the factors for that? I think 
we played we played not so great teams going into the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. We didn't see great pitching. We yeah. kind of knew, hey, he's going to throw fastball. Now we're playing McIntosh, Northgate, and going into playoffs, and now we're just we're going to see better pitching. So we're gonna we're not going to put up twenty hits like we were against say Forest Park or Morrow or somebody like that. Right. Now we're going to have to get eight hits in a game and score runs off of those mm-hmm. eight hits. We're going to have to play small ball. Now it seems like in a lot of these losses that. The hitting just hasn't been there. Like, other than the Macintosh game from last night, and we can talk about that in a little bit. But I mean, there was the Macintosh loss two to three. There's Northgate three to nothing. There's Jones County three to two. I mean, those are three of the four losses where there just wasn't runs. You know, like what's been going on in those games? Like, is it just like a bad day? Or, well, I mean, everybody's gonna have a bad day. But at Jones County, they weren't good at all. We. Their their guy was not good. We made him look good. We swung out a lot of bad pitches. Um, it was the beginning of the season, so it was kind of just getting back into the groove of it. So it wasn't like it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we still wanted to come come away with the two wins down there. But it was just their guy was just they had our numbers down there basically. Right, and I mean that was at the very very yeah, beginning. Yeah, very of the season. beginning. So it was kind of like we we're just getting back into things. Haven't seen a lot of live pitching. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And y'all, and y'all have a lot of younger talent, so getting those people in and getting them into the groove of things is always really hard. Yeah. And uh, I want to kind of talk about that real quick. The younger talent on the team, how have they progressed as the season's gone along as we're getting closer to playoff ball? They're starting to impact our lineup a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Gilley's hitting our hitting four hole now. He's he's clean up. Um, he's showing a lot of power up the middle. And um, Mitchell Sutton, he's starting a second now, taking over – where I, me and Jake, and um, it's just they're they're coming in, mm-hmm. they're starting to figure out, hey, we can step up, we can do it just like they are, and they're getting their minds set to where they need to be going into playoffs, and they're doing a right. really good job for us. That's good. Now, Richie, talk to me about your injury a little bit. Um, well, I pitched in the Monday's Mill game, and I threw four innings, and after that, I came out and I played short, and I was at short for the for the last three innings or something like that. And it just was kind of sore, my shoulder was. So I was like, well, I just pitched four innings. It, it's just because I'm pitching and stuff like that. And I go into the next three days playing games, and it's still sore. And I'm like, well, maybe it's just because I'm sore from pitching still mm-hmm. and I need a couple days more rest. So the next – it was a Thursday, I think, and we had a long practice. And I was just out there doing BP. We were taking BP on the field, and it just – started hurting terribly. I was just like, I can't throw a baseball. And then Friday we played another game, and it just I – was, I was starting it short, and I looked at Coach Mills, and I was like, I got to go over to second because I can't make this throw. And I, I finished the game out of second, and then I went into um, the orthopedics on that Monday morning, and they said I had a rotator cuff impingement. Mm. And then he told me to wait out a week, so I waited out a week. I came back, and I played second. I made it all the way to the sixth inning, and then it started hurting again. So I went back to the orthopedics, and now I have a, um, a slap tear, which is the labrum, a part of the labrum. So that's going to end your season. It'll end my season. I can still hit. I can DH, so I'll be DHing against Forest Park and the rest of the rest of the season. Such a shame, man, because you've been in this baseball program the entire yes. four years in high school. It's mm-hmm. rough, and you had that great season last year. Like mm-hmm. you were arguably the best player on that team last year when it came down to looking at the stats. Mm-hmm. And 
that's that's just no good. No. I'll but have, I'll have surgery in May and get rehab going for next year. And then rehab, and then next year, you told me you're playing at LaGrange, yep. correct? I'll be there. Um, probably won't play much next year because of the rehab and stuff like that, but after that, I plan on, they said I'll pitch, play second or short when they need me to, but I'll mainly be a pitcher down there. Mm-hmm. Awesome, so man. I want to talk about Monday for a minute. The Monday loss against McIntosh, 3-2. Now, I mean, you didn't play in that game, but let's talk about, I think it was the fifth inning when Alan Shad was called out at the plate. What did you think about that whole play? Well, I mean, Allen's an aggressive base runner. Ball didn't get away too far at third. It was kind of a, a tough read on him, but he made it right. He made the good read. It was a tough play on the shortstop to throw him out and put a lot of pressure on their defense. And Allen slid in, and he didn't he didn't try to like run him over or anything. No. It wasn't on purpose. It was because his cleat got stuck in the mud because it was starting to get wet out there. When it does, your cleats just start sticking, and you can't really grab anything. So. He went to go pop up, and when he did, he tried to like throw his arms up to kind of get his balance so he wouldn't fall on on his face, and he just accidentally just hit the catcher, and he the catcher kind of just played it off to where he hit him hard and yeah. fell down and stuff like that. And I mean, I don't I don't agree with the call. He was safe because the ball came out. I mean, it wasn't Allen's fault for running into the catcher. He shouldn't have been blocking the plate without the ball, anyways. Exactly. Now I like. Like you said, the catcher was blocking the plate. Like I was, I was sitting like right behind that, so that was like right in front of me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even see the plate. He was standing on top of it. Yeah, I I thought that was a new rule that you couldn't do that anymore. You're not supposed to. But the only reason that I think he got away with it was because the ball was coming towards him. Like the throw was coming on his way. Right. But even when the throw wasn't like on his way, when the ball was still on the ground at third, the catcher was already standing on the plate. So I don't see how he got away with standing on the plate that long going right. into the play. Yeah. It's about, one thing if the ball's going to take you there on the plate and that's where the ball's going to be caught at, but he could have caught that ball off the plate, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then Allen got ejected mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Well, the McIntosh coach came to the umpire and told him, hey, that player just – or Allen just came up and tried to throw a fist at the catcher when he slid, and the umpire was like – Oh really? And I was like, yeah, all right. That's threw the thing. Him out. If the umpire didn't see it, then he shouldn't make that call. Yeah, it that has it to was be all a... the Macintosh coach over there talking yeah. about. Hey, you need to eject him. So Allen's out for. He he didn't play last night, and he doesn't. He can't play Friday night in the first game of the doubleheader we have against Forest Park. Mm-hmm. I'm almost more surprised that Mosley didn't get ejected. Because Mosley got heated. I was ready to see him get ejected, honestly. <laughs> it was funny to watch. I was standing right there, and I was like, go, coach, get him. It was funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was getting loud. He went after it for like five minutes, He too. went out. He was after his, but he was ready. He was yep. just wanting it. I, I almost feel like the umpire didn't eject him because he felt like he, he knew that Mosley was right. I think it was. I think the first base umpire wouldn't really – talk about the call and normally when they don't want to talk about the call they know they messed up on it so he didn't want to talk about it at all with Brent or coach Mosley he's kept on telling him uh we'll talk about it later and stuff like that and it's just they know they were wrong with that call I mean it was no no way that that play was avoidable yeah it was just happened at the wrong time right just blows my mind that he got suspended though yeah it's rough I mean his speed is really a big factor in our game Cause we we play a lot of small ball, a lot of hit and run, a lot of bunts, and 
it's just a big part of our lineup to have him on the base pads and get around on those situations and score for us. Yeah. So what does this team need to do to make a run in the regions and the state playoffs? I mean, we're doing everything we can. We just got to we just got to keep pitching it. Like I said, Jake and Will, they're they're de- they're strong. They're going into um more tough games, but I think they'll they'll start getting there where they need to be. They're pretty decent for us. They're filling it up for us really nice. Mm-hmm. Um our defense, like I said, our defense can't get any better. We we've, we've got arguably the best, best defense in the state. No, I'll, I'll argue that with anybody. And um pit, uh hitting wise, we just we just got to start being more aggressive early in the counts again. At the beginning of the season, we were very aggressive, and now we're just kind of slowing it back a little bit and not swinging at first pitch fastball when we should be. Um, going out of the rehab, coming out next year, and being at LaGrange, what is your biggest goal um, from now to the time when you can pitch again? Well, my biggest goal is just to be able to come back to where I where I leaving off, mm-hmm. right? I want to be able to throw upper 80s where I am right now. And coming off the surgery, there's like a 80% chance that you can. So I don't. I want to fall into that 80% chance to where I'm 100% back throwing 88 as much as I can and mm-hmm. be able to, to help their program down there yeah. the next the next three years, I guess you could say, because next year I'll be rehab. Right. So, what do you plan on majoring in? I want to major in um, exercise science, probably like sports management or something like that. Interesting. So. Kind of stay in the sports world. Yeah, stay in the sports world. <laughs> got to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You got to. I completely understand it, man. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to be trying to do next year. Yep. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. All right, Richie. All right. Thanks for joining us today, no man. No problem. Thanks for having Thanks, me, guys. Rich. Yeah, it's no problem. Uh, next week, we are planning on having Will Hunter on the podcast. He's a golfer. So be sure to join us again. Don't want to miss that. You do not want to miss that. <laughs> I love that kid. What a great guy. He is. He's a good guy. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you again next week. Richie, thank you again for joining us. Thank you all.